Well, good day, friends. Happy Friday to you, and welcome to February the 3rd. It's hard to believe it's Friday, the end of the week. As I speak, um, as we watch this, the ladies of our church are preparing to host about 500 ladies on site for uh, the, the conference, ladies' conference. Some great speakers and teaching. It'll be a, a wonderful time of fellowship. You pray that the conference will go well and that the ladies will be encouraged and strengthened and their families and churches as well. And then on Sunday, we are back in John 12. What a remarkable study. What a life-transforming study that we have engaged in um, in this gospel. It's just uh, life-changing. I've been so thankful for every step of it, and it's caused me more deeply to love Jesus. And I hope it has you too. Hope you're tracking along with us. Well, we left off in Psalm 71 with the psalmist saying, Lord, don't forsake me in my old age. Of course, God wouldn't, but it's a rhetorical prayer request. It's, it's good for the soul to request of God what we know he will always be, okay? We know he's never gonna forsake us. We know he's never gonna let us uh, go without his strength, but we need to be reminded of it. So this prayer is more for the psalmist than it is for God, although there's nothing wrong with reminding God of what he's promised to be and do. Um, Then he talks about his enemies coming against him, laying wait for his soul. And then he says in um, uh, verse 13, let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries. Uh, Verse 12, oh God, be not far from me. Oh my God, make haste for my help. Again, rhetorical, he isn't far from you and he will always be your help. But don't we need to ask him sometimes? Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. Now, you may have physical enemies after you. I think that's the sense of the psalm. But even if you don't, if you are a committed, devoted follower of Jesus, absolutely 100%, you have spiritual enemies after you. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, uh, rulers of the darkness and, and wickedness in high places. So, we any time you decide to do a right thing, a good thing, a surrendered thing, an obedient thing, any time you decide to step out into a new adventure of serving God through your church or church family or with others, you can expect adversaries. And the psalmist prays, Lord, confound them, consume them. Those that are trying to uh, bring adversity to my soul. You see, every day we are engaged in a spiritual battle, and it's a soul battle. Now, Jesus has won it, so we need to dive into and live in and, and consume, drink of that victory. He said, if any, if any man would believe in him, out of us would flow living waters. He said, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. So there's living water, there's renewable strength every day, but uh, we, we've got to decide how do we cultivate our soul? How do we uh, navigate this spiritual battle? And, uh, and one of them is to, is to do what this psalmist is doing, to journal a prayer to God, to confound and consume our enemies and let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. Look at verse 14 and look at the resolve and look at the, um, the recovery essentially. But I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. So even though... <clears throat> I feel fearful coming into old age, essentially, is what verse 9 is saying. Even though I know there are others that want me out and that are working diabolically against me, even though there are adversaries coming against my soul, and don't, don't discount the fact that those may be emotional at times, despair and discouragement, depression, 
Um, even though all these things are coming against me, I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. Now, I just want to leave it there uh, today. Just park it at verse 14. And I want to challenge you to take this verse literally and take it to heart. Hope, look, notice what he's doing. I will hope. He is taking his will and telling it to hope. And telling it to hope continually. And essentially saying, I will continually, I will develop this habit of, of leading my will, commanding my will into hope. You see, hope is not emotional. Hope is not uh, a feeling that just materializes. Hope is an act of the will. It's an act of continually telling our soul to hope. It, it's, it's, it's a willed thing, okay? And so is the next phrase, and will yet praise thee more and more, even when I don't feel it, even when I'm confused, even when I've got enemies and adversaries coming against me. Then, most importantly, I will leverage my will over my emotions and I will hope and I will praise and as I age, I will do so more and more. The implication is we're gonna need to do so more and more as we age. The implication is we will be able to do so more and more as we age. There'll be more to praise him for, more of a track record of his faithfulness, more abundant blessings to rejoice over. This is a, an individual who has decided to live on a track. There's like two rails forward, like a train track in life. And, and I don't like aging any more than anyone else does. There's the track of grumbling and complaining and griping and misery. I was on a trip recently and there was uh, a pastor on that trip who was just negative all the way through. I mean, like, no matter what you said or did, it wasn't right. Uh, we sang the wrong verse of the song. People don't want to come to church anymore. Everything's bad. The world is bad. And I just thought, man, God deliver me from that aging negativity. Um, I will not, I choose not to be an aging, grumbling, uh, murmuring, everything stinks, ah, you know. Um, and I admonish you, my friend, whatever age, whatever life stage, look around. The blessings are abundant. The joy of God should be abundant. And if you're a part of Emmanuel, the blessings are explosively abundant. And I don't think God's doing the blessings because of me or our pastoral staff. I, you know what I think? I think he's doing the blessings for those at Emmanuel that have been a long time and now they're in old age. And I think God's saying, I'm gonna give them a lot of reasons to rejoice in their old age. And, uh, and I love it. And if you'll look around, my friend, wherever you are in, in whatever life stage, whatever age bracket, you'll find some things to rejoice. But the older you are, the longer you follow God, uh, no doubt the more you have reason to get on that other track, that other railing of blessing and rejoicing and celebration. And uh, I know we grow weak and feeble, but until I see a grave uh, and eternity, heaven, I really just want to celebrate. I want to go out celebrating. Hey, happy Friday. I hope that wasn't too negative. We'll see you on Monday.